Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. Welcome to Directions. But before getting deeper into that, it's you, the Midday Show. My name is Ifunaya, and that was the voice of Paula. Whoop, whoop. Yep. It's time for Directions. Last week, we started off a topic. That's last week, Wednesday, where I shared lessons from one of the greatest books ever written, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And this was as far back as 1937. And this is after a 25-year research on some of the most economically successful individuals. And this particular book has been recognized as a personal development masterpiece. And there are a few things that were shared. Um, it's a philosophy of success uh, being shared in this book that people swear by a lot of times, saying that if you read this book, if you use it as a guide as well, you know, it definitely would make tremendous success available for you. And I started the conversation last week with thoughts being very powerful and you having the power to imagine it. If you can imagine it, if you can think it, you can accomplish it. You know, um, if a man thinks and he, or if a man can think he can accomplish something um, he's already a step forward towards the finish line. But obviously thinking itself might not be a too general term. Um, with Napoleon Hill in particular, he translates thinking as a mixture of initiative, faith, willingness to win and resilience. I mentioned that last week. And now moving on to another thing that you could learn from the book Think and Grow Rich is desire. How bad do you really, really want it? Of course, all of us have different goals and dreams for ourselves. But have you ever asked yourself this question? You know, it might seem superfluous at first, but it is only when you really, 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 truly, deeply want something that will do whatever is necessary to achieve it. Of course, all these things are within the ambits of ethics, you know, what whatever that is necessary ethically as well to do it to to achieve it we would do it therefore in just an overall way of thinking desire is one stage that links thoughts and actions together so what would move you from just a thought into an action that middle piece that glue is desire right mm. because everybody is able to think Everybody is able to create in their minds. You know, when we use the term creative, everyone is a creative. True. I believe because we take on the likeness um, of our creator, God, who is a creator. If you just take a look at the way the world was created, you would know that it is only a creative mind that could bring about all of these. Bring about all these things. So we are all creatives. But what moves you from being a potential creator to being actually a creator creating something is that desire so that is the middle ground between the thoughts that you had so so this is the way they, they you know napoleon he'll put it thoughts then commitment which is also desire because desire is i really really wanted i'm really really willing to be committed to this thing and then action and so um just taking a look at 
one of the greatest stories ever told as well with the Wright brothers. Although, you know, being a student of history and 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 seeking deeper knowledge about what we think is history, you would see that some stories, some historical stories told to us, um, they're subject to um, a lot more assessment and deliberation because there are people who've come up with another theory or opposing views about the Wright brothers saying they were not the first people to actually um, invent an airplane. airplane, You know, there is a narrative that is saying that there were some other people who happened to be black who actually... So, you know, this is a completely different conversation, Sha, but just being a student of... A, a student of history, you know, it just always makes me want to dig deeper and deeper to take the things that I've learned and, you know, put it under deeper scrutiny. But that's another conversation, like I mentioned. But anyway, just take a look at the Wright Brothers, which is a story that we have and we make reference to. It started, of course, with a thought, but that desire to want to bring it to life. Remember, they failed on several occasions. In fact, by the time they actually discovered or finally were able to make the plane fly, People had lost hope because, you see, they had gone on several attempts. And that's how it is, you know, with having the right formula. You, you put down the formula and you say, OK, this is the right formula that will make a, 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 an aircraft take flight. They try it. It doesn't work. They try it again. It doesn't work. They go back to their drawing board. They reassess the formula and then add a few more things. They try it again and it doesn't work. So they kept doing, doing, doing until they're able to get it right. Now, that is commitment. That is desire because they really, really wanted it. And I feel like desire is the test that will prove if you really, really want something. Because there are people who start something because they thought of it, but they don't stick to it to see it being brought to life because they're not truly committed, because they're not truly desirous of it. If they truly desired it deep down where it's like a, a you know, that, that hunger, right? And that, that um, you know, desperation that's inside of you, if you, if you don't have it, chances are that you won't see it being brought to life and it will always be a test of how much you truly wanted it and how much you were truly desirous of it. So that's another thing that you can learn from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And then there's another thing called faith. But moving before moving on to faith, I see that you're scribbling stuff down. Do you want to share what you're scribbling? <laughs> I felt like saying if he talked to me directly. So I'm like, it's true. I always feel like, oh, I'm a creative. What separates me from like everyone else, content creators and just people who put out like stuff like for people to enjoy. And then it's still desire because I lament, oh, my God, am I good enough? But do I actually have the desire to bring these into any form of actuality? That's what I'm writing like now. Desire is that glue that brings about your imagination to reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it yeah. serves as the glue. So I'm going to be making some funny content soon. I just got an idea. Mm, it's going to annoy everyone, but hey, no okay. one's going to die. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody's going to survive. <laughs> <laughs> Life is going to go on. Exactly. That's how you need to think about it. Uh, but definitely looking forward to that. Now, moving on to another thing that we could learn from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is faith. Faith in Hill's words means convincing mm. yourself that the goal is achievable. Now, mm. you think about something, right? And you're like, hmm, this seems like something that I could bring to life. And you then start, you know, growing that desire, turning it into commitment to actualizing this thing, to making sure that this could be brought to life. Because it's that desire that now leads you to finding out, okay, what are the things that I need 
to know or to do or to be equipped with for me to bring this to life. The thing is, if you don't actually believe that this thing can possibly happen, you will not be successful in that area. If you don't think that it can be, you know, there's a difference between having a thought and knowing that that thought is possible. If you don't think that that thought is possible, no matter how much work or commitment or desire that you have, that thing wouldn't come to life. It just wouldn't come to life because you have to believe that this is actually possible to exist, that you can bring something from your mind's eye and make it something tangible that you could begin to touch. If you do not think that this can become a reality, it doesn't, you, you, you can't. Because I believe also that faith is fuel. The fact that you think, I know this thing can work. I know this thing can come to life. I know this thing can be possible. It keeps you going because even when you fail on several occasions, you know deep down in your heart that this can become a reality. If you believe in something or you have a specific end in mind, practice convincing your mind of the opportunity to realize that goal. And after a while, your mind will start to subconsciously act on behalf of your belief system. So in a nutshell, you become what you think about. So faith is the great equalizer. In a lot of cases, it is the cause of misery and failure, but Becoming aware of its power and stare its force towards meaningful aims oftentimes makes all the difference in the world. Purposefully avoid negative emotions and focus all your energy on positivity. You know, even in the Bible, it, really, it literally tells you because the way it describes faith at some point, you know, there's, you know, there are different descriptions of faith. But in the Bible where it does, does say faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. And so Obviously, faith in these terms where Napoleon Hill is talking about, he may not be talking about the spiritual faith that we're that, that I made reference to right now, but faith is faith, you know, believing in the impossible, right? Believing that what you thought about can actually come to life. And so with what Napoleon Hill is saying and tying it to what the Bible has described faith as, the Bible really has told us that faith is something you build. Because if it wasn't something that you had to build, you wouldn't keep hearing right? It would be that faith comes by having heard the word and they would have, it would have, there would have been a full stop there. You just hear the word and you should automatically okay. believe. But it says it comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so seeing what Napoleon Hill has described when he, you know, talked about faith in his book, he made us understand it's something you need to build on. Hmm. It means, yes, you believe it, but what can you do consistently to ensure that that faith is being built as, as opposed to being diminished because life in itself and reality can diminish your faith. True. A lot of things that we see today that is our reality will discourage you. It will discourage anybody in Nigeria. There's so many things to discourage us, mm -hmm. but what can you do to ensure that that faith is being built? The faith in the fact that your dream and your thought and your imagination can be made a reality is to surround yourself with the information that boosts that belief, that positivity. If you're constantly seeking deeper information or more information about how that thing can be brought to life. For instance, you know, what I do to build my faith in a particular dream or a vision is I start doing my research on things that are similar to what I have done. So research. Basically. Exactly. So all things that are similar to what I want to do rather. Because when I see other things that have happened or have been brought to life or successfully executed, it gives me this hope that indeed mine is possible. However, if I am threading a terrain that has, 
you know, not really been explored or I'm becoming a trailblazer in that area, meaning nobody has done what I have done. I look for similar things to what I'm about to do. So I'll look for things that are somewhat similar to what I am about to do. Now, if I cannot find things that are similar to what I'm about to do, I look for stories about people that have been trailblazers that did something that people hadn't done, but make sure that they brought it to life. Because when they did bring it to life, people then saw and started following that same trail because that person dared to believe. So what it is, is that you must, you must labor or make sure you're putting all the efforts to build faith in that dream that you have. So the fact that you devised that thought does not mean that tomorrow you will believe that that thought will come to life. There are so many things that are around that will discourage you. So you are intentionally building reinforcement around you by the things you listen to, the things that you are, you are intentionally trying to research to ensure that it is building or flaming that fire that you have already ignited inside of you, that fire that is saying, ah, this idea can come to life. Ah, this dream can come to life. So you're intentionally looking for things to keep on flaming that fire. What can you make as, you know, kerosene? You know, what, you know, what can symbolize kerosene that you keep pouring on that dream? It could be you having access to positive information around you. Look up those, 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 those um, interviews of women or men doing amazing things in their field. Look up grass to grace stories of people that came from the project, people that came from low-income earning families and were able to do great things and they're able to, you know, bring fantastic things to life. Look up all those stories. Let's, let that fl- find that flame in your heart. That is the way you build faith. Remember, the Bible says faith comes by hearing. So faith in your dream comes by constantly boosting your dream or that thought or that imagination by having access to information that makes that dream look or feel like it can come to life so don't sit back hoping that because you were excited that you had an idea yesterday that tomorrow you'll be excited about it because you felt like oh the idea seems like it's good Mm -mm." that's not the way your brain works your brain is constantly latching on to what you have been you, you 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 are exposing yourself to that's what it is it's literally latching onto what you're exposing yourself to. So sometimes, you know, look at your brain like a like a leech, or look at your brain like a sponge. A, like a sponge. So it to keep on, yeah to keep on absorbing and using that information that you're feeding it to then you know come up with new information to then reinforce belief systems that you have in your in your mind. Uh, so if you're not intentional about it, I promise you that that dream that you thought was achievable. In, in 2023, you probably will lose hope because you're not intentionally fanning that flame. If you like that, you said a thank you. And speaking about the next day and belief systems, just as you said, sometimes you have a great idea. You wake up the next day and then your brain is like, will this work? And it's questioning you. It's making you doubt some things. And after a while, if you're not fanning that flame, as you said, which is the case with me, it just is just another thought, another idea that you might not do anything as regards. Absolutely. So so you need to ensure that you're constantly fanning that flame. Go and keep digging deep on information. And the thing is, another thing that helps you even fan that flame is when you are, you're, you're, you're accessing more information about how that thing can be brought, you know, to life, right? Because now you have an idea and then you have the desire and the passion and then you swoop into action. Part of the action is you looking for ways to bring it to life. And part of that is you doing more research. 
And so the more you keep on finding out those things, those tools that can bring it to life, it just makes it even more believable. It makes it even more achievable because now you've gotten more information. You've gotten more details. You're, you're getting more skilled in the area, you know, within the, the field or, or of that, that um, idea that you have. So that is another way that you find the flame. You're getting more details, you know. You decide that you want to become a football coach, for instance, or you want to become a football agent and you start trying to seek more information. When you get, because that in itself, you need to have some form of, of, of training for that. When you get into the training, you start getting into the training for becoming a coach or becoming an agent or whatever. It makes it more believable. It makes it more achievable because now you know more in that area. And the more you know, the more it open up your, opens up your mind to possibilities in that area. You start thinking farther because you could think only so far when you devise that idea but as you begin to build on that idea, you could start thinking it's your horizon. Absolutely. More. So it makes you even more excited and you're like, oh, you know, you can't even do this. Or so, yeah, find that flame. That definitely helps build the hope or the faith, you know, in that area. And this is part of the tips that we could learn um, or lessons that we could learn from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Another thing that he spoke about was specialized knowledge. So, he he proclaimed that there's two types of knowledge, the general knowledge, which is definitely more popular, especially among university professors or teachers, right? It is, though, not very useful for the accumulation of wealth. That's why professors in most cases are very intelligent and yet not particularly rich. Have you noticed that you probably, I don't know if you've ever asked yourself that question, that the people that instill knowledge in us, for us to go out there to make wealth They're out of underpaid. something... You ever, don't you ever wonder, like, why, you why know... Why is life unfair? Unfair to them, and yeah. why can't they, they... They should be able to go out they there. They should be the highest earners. I believe so. But Napoleon Hill himself uh, says that there's so there's no so, such thing as knowledge is power, quote-unquote. Rather, he calls it potential power, right? You know how they say knowledge is power? No, knowledge is potential power. It's what you use you that knowledge to, to do. It. Absolutely. It becomes actual power only when intelligently directed through specific plans of action and a well-defined purpose. Now, specialized knowledge in itself, which is necessary for success, not general knowledge. General knowledge is good. General knowledge can only take you so far. General, general knowledge can help you out in conversations, you know, where you know a bit of it, a lot of things, and you can easily engage in conversation. But that's not really what moves you into success. Specialized knowledge. If you're not specialized about products or services that you sell or you're trying to bring to life, chances are that you're never going to be wealthy or successful or even happy in that area or in any endeavor. This type of knowledge can be acquired very easily through different sources, not only school and universities, but also going, going a step further, maybe libraries, specialization courses. We have free courses online, you know, online material as well. You know, even some form of cooperation with others represents a higher form of knowledge. So you say taking that particular general knowledge and honing into it, you know, so you now, you know, streamline it. Where am I? What, what area am I going to be known for? What area will I be highly skilled in? Now, I'm not saying that you should um, ignore or 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 move past you know general knowledge it's always nice for you to know a bit of a lot of things but you don't want to 
feel like you're chasing the wind where you know so much. The jack but, of all trades. Yes, but even the jack of all trades is the, if you if you if you take a look at the entirety of the quote, you realize that master of none. So it, it is a master of none, but there's still more after that. Hmm. Yes, it doesn't stop at master of none. It's actually encouraging you to go get information about a lot of things. However, right, if you want to take on, you know, um, if you want to take on the bulk of a market, right, a, a particular area, you want to be known for something, right? You don't want to just say, I am just an FMCG, you know, uh, um, um, company. What, what is that one product that you're known for? You know, mm-hmm. what is your selling point? What is your USB, right? And you want to dig deep into that. And even within that, you know, you don't want it to be a case where you're so excited to want to do a lot of things at the same time. That confuses you as and well. It burns you out. It burns you out. It's not even allowing you give the best to that one area that will bring life to the other areas mm-hmm. of which you would now know be known as the jack of all trades. It starts with a particular area. So even that jack of all trades, it starts with a particular knowledge, a particular area that you you were known for and you began to build from it. Mm. So you don't want to just limit limit yourself to, you know, just knowing a lot of 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 things without specializing into a specific wow. area that will bring life to other areas that you will then be known for. I feel like that's what uh differentiates like industry players from industry heads. Hmm. You know how everyone makes use of the internet, but when it comes to the tech bros and tech base, they're different. So we all have an idea, but when you see those who take out the time to specialize, they're the ones who come out tops. You can monopolize an industry that way. Absolutely. So you want to ensure that you are going beyond just general knowledge and you want to be known for something. You want to ensure that you're digging deep into that area. You want to be a businessman, for example. Businessman of what? You want to go into buying and selling. Fantastic. But you want to make sure that you actually know what the trade is. You know, it's not just you starting up an Instagram business. You want to know what does this entail? What do I... You need to go deeper into what it is to run a business. There are specialized courses for that. You need to go deeper into what it is to market a product. There are specialized courses for that. You want to ensure that it's not just the general knowledge of, oh, I saw someone start up an Instagram business and they were successful. No, you want to go deeper into what the tricks of the trade are. You know, what do I need to know when it comes to marketing on social media, which may be different from marketing, you know, as what you see when you go to stores or marketplaces um, or brick and mortar stores. You know, the digital world is completely different from what our parents knew when they were traders, what our parents knew when they were into buying and selling. You want to hone into that area and ensure that you are fully equipped as you venture into the trade. And so Napoleon Hill is saying go beyond just knowing the general and streamline and ensure that you're getting specialized knowledge in those specific areas, you know, education doesn't just stop on graduation day, right? It carries on. You should be a sponge and you should be open to learning. You should be a student of life. Lagos Talks, good afternoon. What's your name? Good afternoon. All right, Ibuka, um, where you are is a bit yeah. noisy. We can hardly Honest, hear you. Yes, some guys so are outside. So if you could, so if you could go to a more, more quiet environment. 
okay 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 let me try because the outside their voice are loud though so if you thanks very much for you know the shares think i'm going to listen to the ebook no the podcast of some things a lot so that's so is as you said it that's how it is because sometimes uh, people wonder where do i start like just ask me what to have um again i i got something from secret of attraction repetition aid mastery you know because once we are repeating it hard i can master it mm. and you know you grow a bit more better so thank you very much Ifu. appreciate it. uh you're welcome. you're welcome thank you very much for calling in all right so just uh moving on very quickly to what else so we could learn from think and grow rich um, I think this one would be sort of to buttress the first point that I made, with, which was thoughts are powerful things. Now, imagination is another area that we could learn from Think and Grow Rich. If there's one quote that completely, you know, reflects the theory upon which this book is based, it would certainly be that of Albert Einstein, which he said, imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles oh. the world. So that was his trick. There you go. <laughs> wow. So as human beings, we can translate thoughts into things. We can create anything that our mind conceives and deems possible. It descends that our mind can be both a blessing and a curse, our greatest ally, our worst enemy. So while if properly directed, our mind can function as a catalyst for progress and development, a contaminated mind will surely harm us and make us victims of our own existence. That's the reason why you must guard your mind and guard your knowledge. So Napoleon Hill states that imagination can take the shape of synthetic imagination. So through synthetic imagination, our mind works mostly through our past, which is our experiences, our successes, our failures, and the likes. Its job is just limited to finding new combinations with past materials because this is something it's already experienced and this is something it's already been fed, right? Then he also describes creative imagination. This is the form of imagination in which impressions and inspirations take place and it works only when our mind vibrates at a higher rhythm. Mm. So creative imagination can be stimulated by strong desire and a clear and well-concocted plan, preferably written, when we think about the future in terms of the opportunities, you know, sketching the various outcomes that our actions might drive us towards, we discover a source of inner energy that will almost instantly make us more prone to work the plan and stick with it through and through. As this volume recurrently points out, ideas can be turned into wealth pretty easily if accompanied by great strategies and rigorously organized plans. So Napoleon Hill goes as far as saying that hard work doesn't even matter when there is a great plan in place. But that's a different story. So I, I believe what he was trying to also describe where, when he said hard work doesn't really matter when, the, when there's a great plan in place is smart work over hard work. Hmm. When you're able to properly map out a plan, a plan it will trump hard work. Because so hard work 60% will... 60% of absolutely, work. Absolutely. Because hard work could be you doing the same thing over and over again. And it's not smart. It's not well thought out. But you're doing it over and over. You're being consistent in it. A, and people might result. say, ah, this guy's really working hard. But is it smart? Is there a plan? 
Have you gone back to the drawing board knowing that, oh, this thing that I did yesterday didn't work. Let me look for a different way to do it. So smart work would always trump, you know, hard work is pretty much what he was trying to say. But to just describe how your imagination is a massive area or a massive part or chunk of achieving your goal or your dreams. I have said that I take out time to daydream. I do. It's one of the things that makes me, you know, just makes me hopeful. It's one of the things that makes me even happier because I take out time to just daydream. Let me explore. Let my mind explore. Let my mind wander. Let me Google, you know, what Monaco looks like. Let me Google, you know, what a particular part of the world that I've never visited looks like. Let me Google what it's like to be a particular person in this, like a woman in this, in this part of the world. It helps my mind explore. You know, one of the things that people would always advise you that if you have money, if you are able to generate an income, travel, hmm. travel, because it, it will blow your mind, the, the world that exists outside of your limited sphere of mm. of understanding because we are very limited in this part of the world if if you, True. you know the, True. The, the i think the internet has even made us know how limited how we were living in a silo how we were living in our own bubble not knowing that the world was a completely different place when we left the shores of nigeria or if if we left the shores of nigeria right and so if you're not even able to travel because you don't have the means you have at least money to buy data i can see that you have money because you're always sending broadcasts so i'm sure you have money to buy data (laughs) so buy data and explore watch youtube there's so many videos that people you can live vicariously through people right take out time to imagine build your imagination boost your imagination you know make your imagination excited that excitement gives you more fuel and more energy Okay, if is there a problem when, like, as a young girl, I used to daydream, and I feel like that was when I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to conquer the world, and all of you will be in my world. Uh-huh. I'm joking. But now... Like Joseph, when he was saying, no, you no. bow down to me. No, no. <laughs> my mom didn't give me any colorful clothes, though. But the truth is, so I take out time, and I'm like, I'm going to daydream. Maybe when I'm taking a walk in the night. And if you, I just start cracking jokes with myself and playing with myself. I never get to daydream. So the whole time I'm to spend brainstorming and daydreaming, guess what? I'm cracking jokes and making myself laugh. Hmm. And I just feel like, is there any way I can work on that, like to stop it? Because it's like the minute I'm, with my, I'm by myself, I'm cracking jokes, I'm talking to myself, but I'm not, you know, exploring these alternatives, you know, that can bring about, oh, a stronger desire to do something. I don't know that I could give you that. You're an adult. You find that desire yourself. Because, you know, if I was speaking with someone who was in secondary school, I'll tell them, okay, these are the things I'm to do. I'm 16. You're not 16, you know. <laughs> but but as an adult, it's either you want it or you don't. So I have to try to get rid of that. Play for I'm not saying you should try. Do what you think is best for you. Me, I'm not going to be the one to tell you. The reason why I'm saying and I'm speaking this way is you need to get to a point in your life as an adult that you really want it. You need to get to a point where if you want to put food on the table, I'm not going to tell you to get up and go work. If you want to ensure that you're creating a fantastic life for your children yet unborn, I'm not going to be the one to tell you get up your butt and work. You go out, you, you, if you don't, if you decide not to work, but I could tell you, you know, I could direct you, which is what we're doing here on directions. I could direct you and I could say, you know, um, maybe these are the steps to take. You know, go do this course if you're interested in this particular business. Mm -hmm. You know, um, these are the the different sources that you could seek more material for this particular field. You know, I could tell you all these things, 
But that desire, I can't give you desire. It has to come from within. This is you, yes. It has to come from you understanding if you don't get up and work, you will be hungry in future except you want to steal from people. So if that's the if that's the the path that you've decided to tread, that's up to you. I wouldn't give you desire. So and and so I say that to say that a lot of the things that you do when you are an adult is to be intentional. This intentional word is not a buzzword. It's to tell you intentional. I feel like intentional is like a a more refined and more polite way of saying get off your butts and go and do the work. Don't wait for people to bring it to you, right? Don't wait for people to say, "Oh, do it now, do it now." You tell that to teenagers. You tell that to people that are still in uni and they're trying to figure out, okay, what next in life? But when you when when you are an adult and you have responsibilities, we use the word "oh, be intentional." Intentional is listen. <laughs> if you don't do this intentionally, you will go hungry. If you don't do this intentionally, you will not survive. Do you get what I mean? So, when next you want to, you know, imagine or ex- explore in your mind. You be intentional about it. What are you exploring? Is there a resource or is there material in front of you that you are looking at? You know, exploration is not just you sit. You you want to go beyond just sitting down and just looking at what's in your mind's eye. What if your mind's eye is, is, is limited because for the past three weeks you have just been exposed to such negative news? Chances are that when you decide that you want to daydream, your brain is only suggesting to you what you've given your brain or you've given your mind access to over the past couple of, th- of, of weeks, which are negative, negative, negative. So your imagination is just feeding off of all this negative news, right? But because you know that you're being intentional about your thoughts... You're looking through like maybe videos or resources. There's so much with the internet. See, the internet is such a blessing. Although, yes, you know, there are arguments of is it more of a curse or a blessing. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how much of a tool it is. Explore. Explore. What areas do you want to explore? Do you want to explore what your life could be? In fact, get on Pinterest. God bless the creators of Pinterest. Pinterest is my, my home, in fact. If I want, like, listen... Just a couple of days ago, I, I was exploring what I wanted my interiors to look like. You know, I'm like, okay, if I happen to get a place right now, you know, or I decide that I want to maybe do something to my room, like, what is it going to look like? I started looking through Pinterest, looking through ideas. That just made my life, my, my mind come alive, right? And what that did was, hmm, for you to bring this to life, you know, you're going to need a lot of money for that. And what that tells you is it means that you start, it starts giving you, it starts making you uncomfortable because now you're seeking more ways to generate income. You're seeking more ways in 2024 to boost your income because there's a dream and there's a goal that you're trying to fill that income into. So that's what imagining and just building your imagination. That's just some of what it could do for you. So get, get on Pinterest, go through your, your, your interests on Pinterest. If, 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 being getting into the world of sports is your thing get on pinterest it will boost your imagination i feel like pinterest just helps your imagination it literally helps your imagination good afternoon good afternoon mr ben good afternoon welcome back thank you very much I just stood in I hear when you say something about that writer that talk about imagination over knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
don't I, I, well, I didn't just listen to other things you have said before, but if one needs to acquire knowledge first, the knowledge comes as a result of intensive study. Intensive study, you must study hard to acquire knowledge. And when you acquire knowledge, that knowledge will not be the driving force for imagination. Yeah? If you imagine towards the knowledge you have acquired, it will take you somewhere. But if you do not acquire knowledge, what do you imagine? What do you imagine? If you imagine to, to be a, a, a businessman, and you don't have any idea about this, you don't have learn anything. You are going nowhere. If you, are, if you are imagining to be a producer, a manufacturer, and you, and you have attended any training, nobody has trained you how to produce anything. My imagination, at the end, you will still go to acquire knowledge. But knowledge is everything. And when you acquire knowledge, when you are, when you apply knowledge, it becomes wisdom. You become you become a wise man, and it, and it becomes a very smart move. Because anything you do outside knowledge is nonsense. And you, All right. your mind can never be stamped without uh, knowledge. All right. Thank you, Mr. Ben, for also mentioning from the very beginning. All right. Thank you very much for pointing out that you hadn't listened to what I had shared before you, you called in. Because if you had listened from the very beginning, you would see that there was a particular subtopic that was general <laughs> that was that was general general knowledge and specialized knowledge. You know, it's always good for you to see what, what we were talking about to be a part of the conversation from the beginning because you, it will then show you the trajectory and the direction of what we're talking about. Um, the, the show started off at 12.30, so we, we have spoken <laughs> about a whole lot. And I, and I did spend time talking about specialized knowledge. And when Napoleon Hill was pretty much talking about imagination over knowledge, he wasn't saying imagination over the absence of knowledge. He was saying go beyond just knowledge because if you acquire all the knowledge in the world, but your imagination is still limited, there's only so much you can do. There are people who are very knowledgeable here in Nigeria, but they cannot go beyond a specific part of their imagination or limit of their imagination because they haven't seen what the world is outside of Nigeria. They haven't seen what the world is outside of Aquaibom. There are people who have, the only place that they've gone to in, in Nigeria is where they were born. There are people who only know what life is within Kwara State. There are people who know what life is exactly, you know, within Anambra State. Um, and that's the reason why I had mentioned the role of the Internet being used as a tool that you might not be able to afford, you know, leaving the confines of your limited environment. But you could take advantage of what the Internet shows you. You know, there's so much to explore in the world. You know, sometimes if you don't do that, if you don't explore, you'd, you'd, you'd not realize that you've been living in somewhat of a silo or like a vacuum, so to speak. Um, so... Like I did mention, you know, that we, we, we spoke about knowledge, general knowledge, specialized knowledge before we spoke about imagination. Uh, but thank you for your contribution. Um, so, yes, just taking a look at the imagination, it is super key. Be as intentional with your imagination as you are with your knowledge, um, because the, 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 the far reaching your imagination is you know, the far-reaching, the possibilities that you can apply your knowledge to becomes, 
Because if you have so much knowledge, because remember, knowledge is only potential power. It is not power. If you have so much knowledge and if you have no idea how you can apply this knowledge, which is through your imagination, understanding that there's so much you can do with this thing that you know. You know, there's some people who who have, you know, this, this, they, 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 they've been exposed to so much and they've been able to allow their minds wander, you know, and they sometimes see individuals that are skilled. The individuals may be their, their friends, it may be their neighbors, and they come to them and say, ah, guy, this thing that you're doing, do you know what you can use this thing to do? Do you know that there is need for these skills that you have in, you know, some country? Do you know that there is need for these skills in some organization? Guy, come make me package this thing. You know, let's put this thing together. There's so much that can be done. So here is someone who is skilled. And that skill came from a certain level of knowledge. But his mind could not wander farther than his limited environment. Because he's not exposed. And that's one of the things that I say that you could do with the internet. There's so much that you could do with the internet. It, it expands your thinking, expands your mind. You know, so be open to exploring. Let's take this call. Vegas Talks? Um, but, uh, yeah, I caught back here, Buka. So, All right. as we were sharing, I I remember like something on the internet, um, I think on LinkedIn, because some of these uh, social media, um, social app, yes, it does a whole lot. So, I got some um, internship with uh, this uh, Canadian company and whatnot, and these Indian people. I, I was, I'm going on just different trainings. So, um, what I'm trying to point out, the ethics, manners. You know, you you have to build on those because people with different culture, you will know how to navigate through. You do, you do, you do get. And yes. all comes from you being disciplined, the tenacity, things you've learned over time. I also remember when I was in computer village in business environment. Mr. Idea and we talked with, I think he's black show. He talked about men and women in business, not really businessmen. So mm. now I come across different people with different, you know, uh, things going on with Nigeria Wahala. So I was more heavy on discipline, how to also my relationship. And this thing I've learned it's being patient. Do you get so it will help one to go far. And, and I've been different training as I'm the computer science guy, like sound engineer. Right? You meet people with crazy attitude and whatnot, but first of all, understand what you are, the events and outcome, results, and you know, the results you want to get out of it. So, like, if you what you are sharing, it will help people, if people are able to open their mind, apply it one step at a time, you know, the results will be, will be there. So, yeah, thank you. Please. All right, Ibuka, thank you for your take. Um, this is a voice note. Let us listen. Uh, good afternoon, Ify and uh, Paula. Uh, if you are, in fact, God bless you with your direction today. You see, Amen. the thing is, I normally wonder, anyway, my name is today from Lekki, I normally wonder that the first people that invented things, for instance, like even the education itself that we are, all of us, that's the general education, who taught them? Even though it was an idea, or they fantasize about these things, it was, you know, they dreamed about it. You know, mm. the people that invented, you know, the aeroplane, the first, you know, car, you know, even the first uh, bicycle, which school did they attend? Which professor? You understand? You see, this um, university and uh, the, the educational system is good, but it's just to program our mind towards, you know, some kind of conditioning our mind towards some certain thing. But if you want to expand your mind, if you want to achieve, you know, something unique, then you have to work on your mind. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. 
Okay, 17 minutes past 1 p.m., guys. I believe we're going to carry on with this particular conversation on another episode of Directions. There's a whole lot that we could learn from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. So we're going to be taking it one step at a time. We're not here to rush it. We want to ensure that as we discuss each week, you're able to go and practicalize, so to speak, what we have spoken about. Remember so far what we have learned um we could say thoughts are powerful things. That's the first. Then desire. How bad do you really want it? Because desire is what moves you from thought to action. It's that glue. And then faith. How, how, how much do you actually believe that this thing can be brought to life? That it can become a reality? Remember, faith comes by hearing, right? As the Bible said, the word. So if faith comes by hearing, the faith that you have in that dream of yours will come by constantly boosting yourself or fanning the flame with more and more positive information about what you're about to bring to life, as well as other positive information that can play a role in boosting, you know, your energy and your excitement and your vim and your focus on achieving this. I gave, I made mention, I gave examples of just feeding yourself with information about people that achieved great things, people that are trailblazers, people that are even trying to, that have done the thing that you're trying to do as well. Boosting yourself with all this information, surrounding yourself with all this information, it helps to fan the flame of the faith in that thing, bringing that thing to life, that that thing can actually happen. It can come to life. It can be a reality. You can literally end up touching it with your hand in future. But you need that faith because if you don't have that faith, if you do not believe that it could come to life, you will stop at some point. Um, so ensure that you are finding the flame or you are building faith about that dream of yours. And then I spoke about specialized knowledge. You know, I spoke about general knowledge versus specialized knowledge. Go beyond the general and specialize and take it a step further, you know, streamline it and ensure that you are getting, you're, you're, you're learning the tricks of the trade. Right. If you want to become a businessman, what does it take to be a businessman? Is it just the regular buying and selling or, you know, are there things that you have to get to know or find out about what it what is marketing in the 21st century? What is marketing on social media, marketing on social media versus marketing, you know, at a brick and mortar store? Like what are the differences? There is a wealth of information about that. So just go beyond what you think, you know, about being a business person in two specialized areas. And then I spoke about imagination. On the next edition, we will be talking more because there's a whole lot more to learn from Think and Grow Rich. Um, today's episode will be on our podcast platform. If you want to re-listen, if you want to share it with someone as well, just look for Lagos Talks 913 across all podcast platforms, be it Spotify and Apple Music or rather Apple Podcasts. You know, whatever it is, wherever it is that you can find podcasts, look for Lagos Talks and you'd find us and subscribe and you would get to re-listen to a lot of things that we've shared. Directions happens Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Ensure that you make it a date with us, 12.30. We will definitely be discussing another set of lessons from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Thank you so much. Don't forget to follow Lagos Talks across all social media platforms at Lagos Talks 913. You can follow Paula at the Big Peak.
at T-H-E-B-I-I-G-P. And you can reach out to me on Instagram and on Twitter at Ife underscore I. Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation.